fantasy football show i am tim here tonight with adam what's up adam hello how's it going i'm good i'm good good yeah we are uh, fresh off the finale of the 2022 regular season for the nfl mm-hmm. and we're staring down the barrel of super wild card weekend uh, coming up this weekend, and we're recording this Monday night, January 9th, 2023. And uh, tonight we wanted to go over some of our playoff predictions from, I think it was back in October, uh, the end of October when we made these predictions. So we'll go over that. We want to talk about the upcoming Wildcard Weekend games. I've got some bet tips uh, that you've you've got to act uh, on. Some bet tips. Uh. <laughs> I've got some bets to give out. Uh, and we want to go over the uh, wild 2022 championship in a lot of fantasy leagues. And what yeah. did you do? And we have, I think, a unique answer uh, for what we did. And then finally, we do want to talk about some uh, 2023 fantasy players to uh, keep on your radar this offseason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so let's get into it. How's it going, Adam? How'd you enjoy the uh, finale? It was the finale of fantasy. Well, of uh, the the season? NFL season, the regular NFL regular season. I, you know, I'm a, I'm excited about you know a lot of these games. I think they'll be good. I mean, the first round, the wild card round, the games aren't as good just because there's a lot of injuries and things like that. But the potential matchups, I think, are really exciting. I think you know any combination of the Bengals and the Bills and the Chiefs is fun um i i'm not as definitely not as excited about the nfc um you know i i think last week or whenever we did a show last uh you know i was saying i don't believe in dak and then dak had an mm. awful game you know a chance he did you know and it wasn't it wasn't like you know i know the eagles got out to an early lead but like it's not like you're like starting to not play because of that like they had a potential chance if things would have gone their way and they would have won that game and Eagles would have lost. They could have had the number. They could have had the number one seed. The fucking one seed was on the line for all and they he, knew. And he was just bad. He was just terrible. And yeah. and don't get me wrong. I think the Commanders have a good defense, and you know they played. You know Ron Rivera gets his guys playing hard no matter what. But I don't know. I mean that's tough. I'm I, I'm excited for Geno. I mean, I think he deserved to make yeah. the playoffs with the year he had. Everyone was saying Seahawks are going to be the worst team in the league. Uh, you know, no one believed in them. Then they won that Monday night game, or that was that Monday night game, or was it the a first Saturday? game? Yeah, or was yeah, the, the first, first game Monday of your Saturday? Yeah, or was, yeah, or, yeah. And they came Versus out and Denver. beat. Yeah, beat Denver, and everybody thought you know with Russell Wilson, and you know they were going to be great. And then just Geno kept it up the whole year. I mean, he started getting coming back down to earth a little bit towards the end of the year, but. I'm yeah. glad they make, made the playoffs. Glad the Packers didn't make the playoffs. Although that would have been probably more fun for the league in yeah. terms of the games. Although I think 
I, like I said, I think Seattle does have some small, small shot at beating San Francisco because no. it's, still, it's still Brock Purdy. And, I really don't think they do. Well, I mean, you I you know. have money on it now. I mean, now you can't <laughs> you can't even be unbiased about it. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not saying that that Seattle's going to win. I think San Francisco is going to win the game. They have a better team. Uh, they have a really great defense. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I just saying the I way think that there it is, would happen is if I their think, rookie quarterback imploded. Yeah. 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 And, and that's I, fair. You know, and, you know, who knows? But he's played pretty well. I mean, there's nothing saying that he will implode, but it is the playoffs. Crazy things happen. You know, I think that Miami Bills game, is that who it is? Miami Bills or yep. Bengals Bills? Oh, yeah, Miami yep, Bills. Yep. I, I just, with with no Tua, and then now they said most Mostert broke his thumb, but he still might be able to play. But still, like, I just don't think there's any shot they have a winning. Who, who are the Bengals playing? The Bengals are hosting the Ravens again, same as last week. Yeah, I just don't, unless like Lamar Jackson's all of a sudden healthy, but even if he is, I think he'll still be probably rusty. But still, mm-hmm. I just don't see the Bengals losing that. That The, Char- the Chargers-Jags game seems kind of fun too. I think that won't be fun. I'll tell you what, I am I am absolutely pumped for that game. Two, two young quarterbacks, you know, some, yeah. team, some teams that, you know, have talent on both sides of the ball, I think. I think Chargers win that game, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Jags win. I think I saw something on Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football that uh, it's like the odds is like exactly split 50-50 for that game. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so that's a fun game. I think the uh, Giants-Minnesota game is going to be fun too. It should be fun. Two different styles of uh, of offense um, going against each other. I think the Giants uh, play sort of a conservative, run-heavy sure. kind of approach, and I think that can give the Vikings trouble with their play style. They have a negative point differential, Adam. Did you know that? I know it. Is that fucking crazy? They've gotten a blown negative... out a couple times. For the entirety of the season, they have a negative three, I think it is, point differential on the and entire they, season. How, how many wins they have? 12, 13 wins? 13, 13 wins. 13 wins, yeah. That is almost statistically impossible. It's crazy. <laughs> well, Kirk Cousins, you just don't know what version of him you're going to get. Yeah. And and we know it's the joke is if it's not a 10 a.m., 1 p.m. game, you're going to uh, get the bad Kirk Cousins. So we'll see. But that's I mean, what the numbers I, show. I mean, I you know Justin Jefferson is one of the best players in the entire league. You know, just player wise, mm-hmm. uh, and I think when you have him, even if Kirk Cousins doesn't have the greatest game, I just Giants just I think are going to have a trouble. Like if it starts getting into the high twenties, I think the Giants have trouble winning that game. Yeah, I think I think yeah, at the end of the day, Kirk Cousins can close his eyes and just start hucking it to Justin Jefferson and have Justin Jefferson make the plays, which he can. Uh, I think the so. Giants just need to be very efficient when they have the ball. You know, I think they can score thirty points uh, if they have the ball five times and they score every time. Um, yeah, but they, some long know, drives. And, you know, yeah, some some play. you know. 10 play drives, 11 play they, drives. Yeah. They play some ball control. And I'm they telling do. you, I, I I think Daniel Jones can be dangerous uh, in that situation. They can, they can he doesn't, sort he of doesn't, suffocate he doesn't make, you to death. Yeah. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes. You know, it seems the turnovers he's kind of gotten under control, but 
uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would I would be surprised if the Giants won, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I actually would almost expect the Giants to win that game. I think they're a better team overall, actually. I'm not going to bet on it, but I do think you so. You expect the Giants to win. I do think the Giants win that Interesting. game. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you put your put money where your mouth is. No, I, I don't want to bet on this one. Uh, see, it's, it's, easy know, to say, thing... it's easy to say things like this. <laughs> well, I actually want the Vikings to win, though, because I'm not, you know, I, I grew up a Patriots fan and, uh, you know, yeah. still have a, the a hatred deep towards the, the Giants. For the, yeah, I get it. For I the get Giants it. overall. Yeah. I mean, if they were more exciting, I would, I would change my tune. Um, yeah. Because I, I've done that with some of these other teams that the Patriots used to be rivals against, but. Um, I don't know. I like, I, they're not I very exciting. Yeah. No, no. I definitely wish the Packers and lions both made it over the giants and Seahawks. Oh, I'm so glad the Packers lost. That was great last night. Even though Adam, I'll have, you know, on October 27th, 2022, I predicted that the Cowboys giants and Seahawks would be the four or the three wildcard teams in the NFC. How about that, huh? Well, there you go. Did you bet on it? No, I didn't. No, I wish I fucking did. Now, this no, is just, what are you doing? What are you doing with? Your I know, life? right? I mean, I would have lost it back anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Be your <laughs> your teams were Dallas, Giants, and the Rams. Oh man! <laughs> but this was this was this was before Cooper Cup got hurt. This was before Stafford was hurt. This was before Aaron Donald was hurt. Um. Yeah, all those guys going down did not help that. And we were all correct. Uh, all four guesses for the division, we nailed them all in the NFC. Nice. And uh, in the AFC, we both had the Bills winning the AFC East. You had the Bengals winning the NFC North, and I had the Ravens. Gotcha. <laughs> Even th- You did get me on that one. Even though, ironically, I actually bet the Bengals to win the division. <laughs> And one, like at some nice. point, like in the nice. last month or something. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah they, it was like plus thirty or something. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gonna. They're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough in the playoffs. And I think, uh, you know, with what happened in that Bills game, I think they felt like they had, you know, the momentum there in that game. You know, even though it's still the first quarter, I think just eye test wise, they were looking really pretty unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to take some of that momentum. Obviously, they just beat Baltimore. If they have another Lamar Jacksonless Baltimore, I think that's a really easy win. Mm-hmm. Where you you know you, you could start even probably resting guys potentially. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, we'll see. And I still and, got uh, them going to the Super Bowl. Okay, well, we're not there yet, for okay. Christ's sake. This is October predictions. Sorry, sorry. Don't jump the gun here. Uh, I got excited. <laughs> the AFC West, we both chose correctly with Kansas City. And the AFC wildcard teams, we both chose the Chargers correctly. We both chose the Dolphins correctly. Um, and I chose Cincinnati, who did make it. I did have Baltimore going as a division champ. And actually, oh, I, I skipped the South. We both actually had the Titans winning the South. However, you had the Jaguars making it as a wild card team. Nice. So pretty good nice. predictions. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, in football, I feel like it's pretty, especially after the first couple of weeks, it's kind of easy to see, you know, the best teams, uh, you know, but I think a lot of it too, like, I, but I think a lot of it too is, 
this year, as much as there were some big injuries and stuff like that, like I don't feel like outside of maybe, you know, what what's happening with the Dolphins and stuff, most of the big guys, offensive player-wise, have been pretty healthy. You know, you haven't lost any, yeah. like, big – you know, obviously the Rams are probably the exception of that. Um, but things kind of maintain – like, this, well, any of those teams, like, you know, any of those big players, Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, any of those guys go down, it's a whole different landscape. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Niners had some bad luck with their QB situation True. this season, but True. Uh, you know they're still they're still fighting, uh, still well, strong. I, well, I think, and they're also a team that's built on you know dynamic plays from their skill position players. You know, like mm-hmm. Debo and Ayuk, and um, you know, and and really just built around a run first team with a great defense and that didn't really change you know their identity didn't really change as a team because the quarterback change and they just need they just need somebody who's pretty accurate who's not going to make a ton of mistakes even though Garoppolo does make a ton of mistakes uh especially in big games but yeah I mean Purdy Purdy doesn't look yeah Purdy doesn't look bad and you know but we'll see I mean the playoffs is a whole different ball game Purdy's been pretty much better, and he's come back um, in tight spots when they were down. So I I no longer doubt Purdy. Um, there was a time maybe a week ago when I was live betting against him uh, and on the Raiders, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but those days are over, Adam. It's it's the a week ago They're was gone. a long time ago. It was. Yeah. It was. So uh, right, let's just make some playoff predictions now. Then. Um, while we're while we're on this topic and uh so i do think the niners beat the seahawks pretty good on c on uh saturday 4 30 p.m eastern um jaguars chargers i don't know i really don't have a winner on that one i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the chargers on that one yeah i might tease both of them just because i think it's gonna be close tease it together yeah i probably I probably won't. I'll probably just stay you away from that. And just won't. try to enjoy it. I might do a. Actually, I'll tell you what I will do. I what will, will do? Um, bet player props on Keenan Allen and Christian Kirk uh, on that game. Those two players have been really fun to bet on and watch. Their uh, I might do some kind of like a an escalator bet where it's like you do like uh, twenty dollars on five for sixty for both of them or something like that. And then you do like uh, $10 on six for 70. And then you do $5 on seven for 80, you know? So, so it kind of works out like that. So something like that. Um, I might even parlay them together. If I do that, I'd, I'd probably put a less of a wager, but I think those would be fun. Um, I, I lost on the Jags this week. They were disappointing. Um, I had a, I had some real nice parlays going with Trevor Lawrence. I really thought they were going to hit, and yeah. and they did not. They did not. Uh, not enough yardage, uh, passing yards from uh, from either team there uh, on on Saturday night between the Jags and the Titans. But uh, so I'm going to stay away from that in the wild card round. But I like that player prop. That's how I'm going to stack that one. Bills are going to demolish the Dolphins, to a, yeah. or not. Uh, yeah. I did, but I don't know that I'd bet the number. Um, ten and a half is a lot. Um, I'll tell you some ideas in a minute. Uh, Vikings hosting the Giants. Um, if you're gonna bet this one, I'd almost take the Giants money line. I think. 
because I do think they're they're gonna win, but it's Listen it's to gonna you. be a close Listen game. Listen to you telling people what to do that you don't have the balls I mean, to do it. You're, you're the, go just, bet, go bet on the Giants money line. I, right I'm now. telling you, I'm not gonna do it. I do think so. Gonna are win. you? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Who gives a shit? I, I I'll tell you what I'm about about to bet on in a minute. It's it's much safer because <laughs> I I don't I don't feel that strongly on it. You okay, know, trying but to, it's an inclination I'm, that you have. Like I, it, you just I've you just a, think you just think that Dable's just gonna just out coached. Oh, what's his face in uh, Minnesota? I mean, like, I, I just think their style of play clashes with Minnesota. I think that they are they're a tough matchup for Minnesota, and I don't think Minnesota is that good. Yeah, I just think Minnesota just has the dynamic players with Cook and Jefferson. I hope you're right. I hope you're right because I would much rather see the Vikings go to San Francisco in round yeah. two. Yeah, that'd um, be fun. That'd be a fun game. Yeah. I think. But uh, so, but but I'll take the Giants because you know okay. it doesn't go the way that we want all the time. All right, all right. Uh, Bengals are going to beat the Ravens on Sunday night. Yeah, and then Buccaneers and the Cowboys. I kind of feel like this. I think is the a Buccaneers are going to win too. that game. I think the Buccaneers are going to win that game. I could definitely see it. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll go with you on the Bucks on this one, and I'll I, go that's with the basically, Chargers. That bet is basically just. I bet on Brady over. I bet on Dak right now. Yeah, that's like, basically what it comes down to. Like I don't. I never thought Dak was a bad quarterback, but he's having a bad year statistically, and he makes. He's been making a lot more mistakes than he has, and I, you know whether he's not fully back, you know, mentally or physically from the injury he had. I don't know, but that's not the same quarterback that's been playing the last several years before he had that injury. Uh, so I don't know. And I mean, their offensive line isn't what it used to be either. I mean, they used to have the very best offensive line in the league, and they just don't have that anymore. He doesn't get the type of protection, too. So maybe that's leading to the mistakes. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think it, what's the line on that? What's the line? The line is uh, Buccaneers are getting three in oh. Tampa. So. On a you neutral field, the, the advantage is, yeah, the advantage is pretty pretty real for Dallas on that uh, per the per Vegas at least. Interesting. Yeah. So then, second round, I think that Philly will be hosting the Giants, and I think uh, Philly wins that game. But I do think the Giants could beat them. Um, again, I, I maybe I'm uh, it's like trauma from the two. Losses, Patriots, and Super Bowl. <laughs> this but, isn't the uh, same team. This isn't the same team, Tim. I know. I know. Trust me. It happened more than once, though. But I think the thing I'm worried about with Philly right now is the health of Hurts. Because there's a lot of reports yeah. saying that he was p- playing through quite a bit of pain. And I know they get a week off, which is great for him. But if he's not 100% out there, that's concerning. Especially a big hit. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be. Yeah. Get, well, I mean. What? He's not going to be 100%. I mean, closer to 100% than what he was this week. Um, Like, you know, is this extra week of rest going to help? Who knows? Uh, But, yeah, I don't like the idea of a big hit on him sends him out of the game. Yeah. Gardner Minshew didn't prove that he can win games with that team. So, I I just, yeah, that's scary. That is scary. So, I don't think they become 
the clear cut. I think now with that injury and them talking about it like that, you start to think maybe San Francisco is the team that makes it to the Super Bowl. You know, maybe hey, you're speaking my language. That's what I'm know, writing out here in this bracket. I I yeah. kind of feel like that. I kind of feel like um, like. Tampa goes to San Fran, and I think San Francisco wins that one, and then I think we we get that NFC Championship matchup, and I really think that's a toss up right now. Yeah, San Francisco might be better. Yeah, I mean with Hertz, not a hundred percent. That's tough. That's tough. I mean he still played well. I mean he still had a pretty good game uh, in that game against the Giants. So, I, I, yeah, it's tough. To, I think obviously that probably shows in you know the future lines and stuff with them. I'm sure you know they're not the favorite they were a couple weeks before the injury you know mm. but yeah because if he gets knocked out even if it's a, for like a quarter or two Gardner Minshew didn't show me anything that shows me that he's leading that team to anything but a loss in the playoffs yeah he can sling the ball but uh but that but doesn't mean it, anything you know it's like gonna land in the other team's hands at some point. yeah that's yeah so I <laughs> I just think uh that's tough, but they they have so much talent on both sides of the ball. So even with the Hurts at eighty percent, they still have a chance to definitely win the NFC and and potentially the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So who do you think wins? So you so you think San Francisco beats uh, Minnesota in round two? Yeah, I think, def- okay. I think their I think their defense is 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 too good for Kirk Cousins. Okay cause too many problems all right and uh and so are we, are we both saying that san francisco is going to the super bowl for the nfc <clears throat> we can come back to it we can hold on that for a moment let me all right well we'll come back to that in a moment yeah let, let me look um, at something here i got the chargers playing kansas city in round two and i think Same. kansas city can can win but i do think the chargers could win that i think that's your path um I don't know. I don't think that's a. I think I think they got a pretty decent path, you know. To uh, they're playing a division rival. Like they they always play Kansas City tough. They could win that game. Yeah. Um. And then you know you get to an AFC Championship game versus Buffalo or Cincinnati. Anything can happen. I think Herbert can keep them with whoever. But uh, I would probably go the other side in that. And yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I think the Chargers somehow get past the Chiefs like that. They probably just spend all their energy doing that. I think, you know, they come into the next game, not flat, but, you know, I think they're, you know, it's just that would be a lot to ask for them to beat the Chiefs, then beat the Bills or the Bengals like that's really tough, I think. Yeah, especially on the road for both games. Um, Yeah, I don't think they get past the Chiefs. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think so. But I do think there's a, a decent chance um, that they do. A de- decent. 20% or something like that. Chance that the, the Chargers end up in the uh, AFC Championship. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I, it, you know, whenever you have, you can score the ball. I think we were talking about this last week. You know, as long as, you know, Herbert's out there slinging the ball around and you got Eckler and, you know, I, I think you're putting up points. You're hanging in that game, you know? So, but yeah, I would say the Chiefs and then <sighs> Buffalo, Cincinnati. That's tough, but I, I, I got to stick with it with Cincinnati there. 
All right. I'll go with Buffalo. I just feel like at this point, um, DeMar Hamlin thing, I really feel like that can influence a team, something so emotional. They sure. literally saw death on the field in front of them of the guy that they were warming up with uh, yeah. know, a few minutes earlier. So I don't I don't know. Like I if, think that if, I think it also goes two ways. I think, it, it, you know, for the Bengals, it's a big thing, too. You know, they were sure, there. They experienced sure. it, too. Uh, but I think the Bengals, you know, they – I think they're going to have a little chip on their shoulder too, because they're going to be like, you know, we, we, we were going to win that game. You I know? do think they would, well, they were, they were playing pretty well. That was a, a great game. Um, yeah. So I, I think, I think it would be, it, it's, it's going to be tough, but I mean, the fact that it's in Buffalo is crazy, but I think that definitely puts a lot of pressure on the bills. Mm-hmm. That puts a lot yeah. of pressure on the bills, you know, in Buffalo playing the team, the same team you we were playing when he got hurt. I don't think they play down or anything, but that's a lot of pressure. I just feel like it's the Bills' time right now. I just sure, uh, maybe I, I look at their coach, and I think he's better than the Bengals' uh, coach. And, I, I um, agree. I think he's a better yeah, coach. I, I just, I just think the X factor is Joe Burrow, and the way he can just win. Hey man, he he has something. He has something intangible that's incredible. They're just really hot right now. I think they're clicking on all cylinders, and if they can somehow get that running game going a little bit more in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I just think they probably won the Super Bowl, mm. and I think I think, I think once they beat possible. once they beat the Bills, they'll beat the Chiefs. Well, they have the Chiefs' number, so uh, I'm going to say that Buffalo beats Kansas City in the AFC Championship as well. Okay. Um, and you are going to say that Cincinnati goes to the Super Bowl uh, for the AFC. Mm-hmm. And I think they win it. Cincinnati wins versus whoever San Francisco Eagles, or Philadelphia. San Francisco. I think right now I'll go Philadelphia. Okay, I'm I'm actually going to say the same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so but but I'm going to go with Buffalo and Buffalo wins. All right, Super Bowl uh, picks are in. That was fun. Yeah, I mean, I see. I mean, any of that can happen. What we just said, I think we're all we're playing it pretty safe. But I mean, with football, it's just with NFL, it's hard to really see like you know, some of these really elite teams get beat in the playoffs. Just They're just so good. It is a shame that one of those teams, uh, the Bills, the, uh, the really the Bills or the Bengals most likely are going to be eliminated in round two. Yeah, that sucks because those, those teams should be playing for the AFC championship. One more round. Yeah, it doesn't slight uh, the Chiefs because the Chiefs, you know, if the other, it was like if one of those teams were on the other side, you know, I would say the Chiefs don't deserve to go out in the second round either. Yeah, for sure. Um, but but they hey, they, you know, they they got that by and Yep. So. Yeah, I think those are the three best teams remaining. Um probably in the I agree. League. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like while the NFC teams, you know, are good, I, I don't think I just don't think any of them I don't see them beating those three teams. Yeah. No matter who comes out of that. But who knows? Now Adam, speaking of championships, uh, week 17 was supposed to decide the champion of our longtime keeper league, the Tyler Perry League, that's been running for 15 seasons, I think, now. Yeah, yeah. And on our last episode, we spoke with, in a very spirited conversation, we spoke with a uh, longtime friend and league mate, Ryan Popola. Um, and, and it was just a great conversation about how nervous he was going into this game. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Looking and, back uh, on and, it, now we can kind of laugh a little bit about it. Yeah. Now we can laugh about it a little bit. It, it was, uh, we, I believe we recorded this on Monday, uh, heading yeah. into the Monday night game. He had Diggs and Burrow, and he was down 42 points somewhere in that range uh-huh. and and his opponent had nobody and this is a full point ppr a six point passing touchdown lead uh league and um and he already had like 10 points on the board when the when the game was uh canceled yeah when demar hamlin was injured i think i think more i think more than 10 i think it was even more than that because he had a burrow <laughs> touchdown and Diggs had a handful of catches but yeah a couple catches i think too yeah and then maybe and then hamlin went down and mm-hmm. I mean, how awful. Well, first of all, how awful it was yeah. that, you know, that happened. Awesome that he seems to be doing much better and yes. seems like it'd be make a be like at least a full recovery in terms of living a, a normal life. I don't obviously doubt he'll ever play football again. But yeah. like, I, I, I have they really even come out and said what ex- I mean, they said it was he had a cardiac arrest, but they haven't been very specific about what no. surgery. I mean, and I know there's obviously rules, and that means obviously that the people in the hospital are doing their job, which is good. They're not leaking stuff out to the press, stuff like that. I'm sure we'll find out what it was, but man, how crazy. How crazy. And you know so many leagues had players from those two teams in the finals. Had mm-hmm. to have. I think in almost every league I was in, that was the case. Yeah, those are some big teams with uh, pretty big implications, um, almost no matter what. And uh, I was disappointed to see some of the consensus out there in the fantasy community was to do nothing and to just be like, oh, well, I guess those are the points scored that week. I mean, which is is ridiculous, which is absolutely ridiculous because, I mean, I get it in terms of like the spirit of, you know – like that's what ended up happening to that game, you know, and you had players in that game. It didn't um, get played. It didn't get, you know, getting it finished. Um, but we didn't do that. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't take that, <laughs> the, the, that route uh, because we didn't think that's fair. Um, you know, and, and honestly just kind of just feels cheap. And like, especially leagues where there's money on the line. Like, I mean, if somebody in my league, you know, was, you know, and I was in the finals and I lost and I had players that were still playing in that game. I I would, you know, be like, wait a second, let's figure out a solution to make it more fair. But I know my buddy, he was in a money league and he, they had players playing and they did it where they kind of made it in favor of the person, like the person who was projected to win, I think. Mm-hmm. And, but the person who was projected to lose still like got some of the purse. So it wasn't, you know, so it wasn't totally one-sided, but still like it's a lot of decisions to be made. And I know the default for a lot of leagues was that's it. Fantasy season's over. Yeah, I was disappointed to to see that. And um, I think in some of the high stakes leagues um, that I'm, I've never played in or anything, but um, that seemed to be the the decision. And I almost get that, like you said, from like a technicality standpoint. I do think you would probably split the purse if uh, if it was close, just yeah. to be safe, and then yeah. play it out in yeah. some creative way. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's what we did. I mean, we've tried to figure out because we said, okay, it was a Monday night football game, extremely competitive game against two 
playoff teams and two potential Super Bowl winning teams. Teams are going all out. Yeah, these teams are going on. It showed that way. I mean, it was going to be a shootout. You just saw it from from the whatever amount of time that they were able to play. So you got to sit there and say, okay, well, let's imagine and like where's a scenario where we can simulate that. And we look, you look at week 18 and it's very hard to do that, especially when teams are winning before you and taking things off the table for, you know, how hard you're going to play or how much this game means. And then you start to say, and then, you know, it's week 18. A lot of teams kind of don't put it a hundred percent. So where can we get that same sort of game script? The playoffs. Yeah, all team all teams are going to be playing 100 percent no matter what. That was our decision. You know, yeah. I, obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's 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 hard to say. You know, if this team would have played this way or the game script's different, obviously, it might not. These two teams, the Bengals and the Bills, still might not be really competitive shootout type games. But you know, the players are going to be playing 100. percent It's yeah. you know, it's the playoffs. It means a lot. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what we decided to do. Yeah, heading into Week 18, there was questionable motivation from um, certainly the Ravens uh, in Week 18. They really didn't come to play versus Cincinnati, um, and we didn't know what we were going to get from the Bills uh, versus the Patriots um, until the end of the week, really. And then they ended yeah. up really coming to play for the most part completely. Um, but we also thought it would be more fun. Just overall, just fun. And and again, there's no money in this league. So uh that kind of made it easier to veer towards fun. Yeah. Um, and there's no reason to just crown a champion uh after after that Damar Hamlin went down because there's more football to be played. Like I don't see the point. So as it stands, we uh we're we're still in limbo. Uh this is gonna be pretty fun wild yeah. card weekend to watch yeah. on that front uh yeah. as well. Yeah, so what, basically what we're doing is we're taking the scores of Burrow and Diggs from Wild Card Weekend and applying that to the score of the team who has Burrow and Diggs um, and wiping out the, the the points that they scored in the previous game. That game's wiped out. We're just taking the scores from these two games and saying, this is what you get. And if it passes it, he wins. If he doesn't pass that 42-point threshold, he loses. Um, it's pretty easy, but, and, and, you know, we talked through it and then we talked through it with the two teams, the two owners of the teams and just felt like this seems pretty fair. I mean, I think everybody in our league felt that it was pretty fair and made the most sense. And it was just, it was just hard to, you know, make the best decision or correct decision, but to go in and say, like, let's try to make it as fair as possible. Because I don't think anything's the best or the right decision or anything like that, but make it fair. Yeah. And I think it wouldn't this... have been fair to just call it. No. Certainly... And, it's a, and that's just like, this puts a bad taste in your mouth with the year. And like, makes yeah. it makes the person that lost like feel shitty because like they got shortchanged. And the person who won, obviously, they're happy to win. But at the same time, you know, there's an asterisk there, you know. You yeah. you played against a team that you played against a team that their two top players only played a quarter, <laughs> yeah, or not even a quarter, right? So yeah, 
No, the, the using projections is not completely fair. Using um, an average uh, points yeah. scored, I think, is the most fair other option if you had to do that. But I don't think that's going to satisfy everyone as well. Um, using oh. Week 18 wasn't going to satisfy everyone as well because of questionable motivation. So I really think we made uh, the right call there with pushing it off as far as possible. Uh, yeah. Now it does come with a little bit of increased injury risk, but both Burrow and Diggs, for our league's sake, uh, you know they made it unscathed through. So, yeah, uh, we'll be we'll be shipping the we'll be looking forward to this matchup, and we also get to just you know uh, torture Popola just a little bit longer. Oh, he's in such anguish, and like this whole like as like I was I was busy over the weekend. I was just kind of doing different things. And I'm just getting texts at from him. Like, is this the way it's going to, I was like, we've already explained what's going to happen. You like needed an official and like announced to the group. And I'm just like, you can do this. Like, why did, well, you're the commissioner, you know, I'm just like, I was like, how, I was like, you, I was like, you need to take a vacation after this. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, cause you know, because we, I mean, we, you know, we just know he, he's, he's, he hasn't won yet. He hasn't won a championship in the 15 years. He's come so close the last two years. He's had really good teams. And then this happens to him. And then he's like texting me. He's like, oh, I just know one of the games is going to be the Monday night game. I'm like, why are you even thinking of this? Like, just <laughs> just wait till it comes out. You already know what's, what's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to take the scores from Burrow and Diggs from the wildcard weekend and just root for your guys. That's it. Well, he's lucky that that – that is not the schedule. Um, he'll be done on Sunday. Sunday night um, after the Sunday night yep. game. Yep. I really do think there's a a great money line teaser out or a money line parlay um, with the Bengals, the Bills, and the Niners. And I I got it at like uh, what was it at? I don't know. It was it was around one hundred plus or minus somewhere in that range. Um. But I thought it was a pretty good, pretty good bet because I, I really—it's hard for me to see like that happening. One of those teams losing. Yeah. The Bills, the Bengals, and the Niners. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good bet. I guess it was about minus one ten or something like that. So pretty pretty decent um for you know three heavy favorites they just have to win that's all yeah all of them they just have to win yeah and i think they will i think so i think that's a pretty uh, so that's, yeah. pretty solid bet there i think those yeah, are your best bet the teams i feel the most strong with if you had to pick yeah. three in the first round for sure yeah definitely um, all right, Adam, what about players from uh, fantasy football that uh, that you would like to talk about? Or is, is there anyone to watch in the offseason or is there anyone we could pick up that might be a sneaky pickup and, you know, their value will shoot up um, exponentially in the offseason? Um, you know, that could be a, dang- uh, a valuable uh, tip to put out there for, for listeners thoughts i don't know i think like the guys that were kind of sleepers last year from playing pretty well and then they kind of lived up to it like guys like christian kirk and mm-hmm. amon ron st brown and guys like that that i think showed that like okay 
Like they can be the number one and their team. And, and I think they've done it two years in a row now or with Christian Kirk, you know, I think it's, you know, he changed teams, but he was showing flashes when he was given the time to play in Arizona. He was, he showed he, he could step up and take that role. And I think he did it again with the Jags. And I think the Jags will give more support there. I think they'll get better. You know, Lawrence uh, has another year under his belt and he seems to be getting better. So I, I like him. I like Amon on St. Brown. It'll be interesting to see. Like, obviously I think the lions have to give Goff another year with at the helm there. Cause he did play really well as he was a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Uh, but like, I, you know, did everything just click? Like it was, just, was it just like a perfect storm for him or, you know, is he actually a really a, you know, top 10, top 15 fantasy quarterback. And if that's the case, or if they, you know, get somebody young, I don't know, but I like I'm on Ron St. Brown there. And, 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 and I think he's a guy that still probably won't get, that draft you know he you still probably be able to steal him a little bit obviously he'll be he'll move up in the boards i think but i still don't think he's going to be you know drafted in the range of like the guys like aj brown and you know the the top guys he's going to be a second or third rounder for sure sure but i think but the thing is i think he has the talent and the ability uh to maybe become a you know have that like low first round early second round value by the end of next it's year. Possible. Yeah, it's possible. They do have Jamison Williams coming back to full strength at some point. But, but I think uh, that helps him. I think that helps him yeah, because I think that gives could. them another dynamic threat because he plays a different role. Uh, he plays, and the way he runs routes is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think, I think, in, in fact, I think he is a very key to making Jared Goff look a lot better than maybe he really is. Just yeah. like Cooper Cup in, in Los Angeles did the same thing. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I do I do think uh he runs uh he plays it kind of like an Antonio Brown style of uh of football. I feel like he's got that kind of body size and runs uh, routes like that and can get open. And he's not the biggest guy. You know, he's not gonna jump out of the building, he's not gonna like uh beat you on a contested catch Hail Mary like Mike Evans would. Yeah. Um, but he's gonna beat you with his wiggle and his uh run after the catch ability. Yeah, he's he's really good. I and I think a guy I trade to you is another guy I'd probably look out for is DJ Moore. I mean, obviously yeah. the talent the talent's there. And I think they get one of the these quarterbacks here, whether it's CJ Stroud or Bryce Young or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh which and, and you know honestly Darnold was throwing some dimes there at the end of the year. Uh, he was yeah, looking he pretty good. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think the situation, you know, makes him, you know, I think people will sleep on him a little bit. I think people always kind of do sleep on him because he doesn't score a lot. He hasn't never really scored a lot of touchdowns. Uh, but I, I think he's a guy that you could probably get at a little bit lower value. Um, I mean, I, is is there going to be another Jamal Williams out there next year where they're not the guy? Because I think everybody thought like AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon was going to be like Jamal Williams, but ended up being That's Jamal funny. Williams. That that was like that who used to play for the Packers, ironically enough. But I was I think everybody, thing. yeah, everybody <laughs> thought AJ Dillon was going to be what Jamal Williams was this year, and Jamal Williams yeah. was awesome. He's an awesome person. I loved his interviews and and just he's just hilarious and over a thousand yards and seventeen touchdowns, man. I don't think he has that again next year, but who knows? 
Yeah. That's a pretty I, high I octane offense. And 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 DeAndre Swift has shown like he has a hard time staying on the field. You he know. does. Um I think they may get another running back over there, but uh but yeah, Jamal Williams is good. He's yeah. I mean, he was always good in Green Bay and um and like, always, he's good when called upon. Is there a guy like that for next year? And you know who I think oh, might, definitely. You know who I think could be that? Maybe not obviously oh. 17 touchdowns is crazy, but um uh Kelly in in, in San Diego. Really? Josh Kelly. Yeah. Huh. I think so. I think really? he becomes that that bruising back. He he becomes that true complement to because I think they were using him in the red zone a little bit more. Oh shit, it's thunderstorming here. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, yeah that's crazy. You never hear storms in LA. Um <laughs> but but yeah, I, I just think maybe that maybe that's the guy. But I think I think what my my thought process here is who is that? like one B guy that will be the Jamal Williams. And actually, will it be Jamal Williams again? It could be, but now with the year he had, you probably won't be able to get him at that much of a steal, but like, who is that one B guy that you're drafting in the middle of the round? I think Josh was, I think it's Josh Kelly. Is that, yeah, is that yeah. Josh, Josh mm-hmm. Kelly? I think maybe that could be the guy. Yeah. I think he's okay. Um, they, they should lessen Eckler's workload in some way. Um, That's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking, yeah. and they, they were going to him in the goal line quite a bit yeah, uh, for a period there. But mm-hmm. I think he could be the guy, but you got to look at that kind of maybe start looking at like, who is that one B guy that, that can really go maybe get eight to 10 touchdowns and have, you know, 800 yards or something like that. Tell you what, um, Tyler Algier was looking great down the stretch for the Atlanta Falcons. Tyler Algier, I like him. I like him. I yeah. like. I, I think you know they're gonna definitely be a run heavy scheme there. Yeah, yeah, they are. They they were very uh, run heavy in 2022 under Arthur Smith, and they still have Cordero Patterson. I don't know if he's gonna move on or what the contract situation is there. Um, but Algier was a rookie this year. I think he hit a thousand yards. Yeah, what ten thirty five? Nice. And he hit a uh, hundred yards in the in twice in the last four weeks, uh, seventy four and eighty three in the other two uh, contests. When he started getting seventeen or more carries, he's he really took off. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, think, I think he's good. He's bruising. He's big. Yeah, I like him. I like him. I yeah. like him. You know, it was another guy that you know I think could. Uh, um be somebody to look at especially because josh jacobs might not be there next year yes is is uh what's his name zahir white zamir white zamir yeah. white yeah zamir white mm-hmm. yeah I, I think he's a guy that you know you're probably going to be able to you know buy pretty low on him you know i i josh jacobs is a really good running back uh but if, if the line was doing that for him um, you know, that's that's a good sign for whoever steps into that role next year, which I would assume would be Zamir Why, unless they draft somebody early, you know, in, in case, you know, McDaniels is gone and they have a whole new regime that wants to get new guys, who knows. But I think that's a guy I would probably look at in the late rounds that could be a steal. Yeah, I think that's a good call too. Um, definitely pick him up to see what happens with Jacobs because there is going to be a lot of shakeup. Um, we do know that. During times like this, when you haven't seen a player a lot on the field, and maybe yeah. you don't watch college like me, it's good to get a feel for how good they are 
And there's one site that I use a lot. It's called playerprofiler.com. It's a really amazing site. Um, and you type in a player's name and you'll get a best comparable player. And the comparable okay. player is comparable by size, uh, speed, uh, burst score, agility score, and bench press. Interesting. Um, yeah. And I have breakout age, and I think there's a few more, BMI. Um, so, unfortunately, Tyler Algier is best comparable to Zach Moss, who did have a nice game in Week 18 for the Colts and a, and a decent stretch run, uh, really, kind of for the first time in his career. Yeah. I you think know, he's been could, in the he, a few times. I mean, it, that team's such a mess, so it's even hard to say. But, like, if they could – get something together there and get a quarterback that was decent. Like he could be a good, you know, one B or, you know, guy that to spell Jonathan Taylor. Who knows? Zach Moss. But yeah. 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 But yeah, Algier, I just, I, I, but yeah, yeah Algier. And I think the closer we get to the draft next year, we'll see guys like Algier. And if, if Jacobs doesn't stay in uh, Vegas, you know, guys like white moving up the board pretty rapidly because there's, I mean, I think, even the pretty casual fantasy football fan, like, you know, the first thing you do is who's everybody's number one. Mm-hmm. Even if you know nothing about them, you're like, well, it's the Raiders number one. I know that. Yeah. So, you know, if you, if he's, if these guys are at the top of their depth chart, you know, they're going to get drafted probably earlier than you want them to, because people will be like, even if they don't know who that player is, I mean, if they have no idea who Tyler Algier is, they see him at the top of the depth chart. They just draft him. Yeah. You know, I think that's a safe strategy for people to use that, like, don't do much research going into it. It's just to, like, look at at the depth chart. You know, whether it's a wide receiver or running back, if they're at the top or if with the wide receiver, if they're number two, you know, they're going to get fed Mm -hmm. unless it's a really heavy run first offense, which, you know, we're seeing more and more now with the Bears and the Giants. And obviously, uh, you know, the Ravens have been that for a long time. Yeah. And we're just seeing the league run more in general. And yeah, it was surprising actually to see more of that. One one theory I heard was that there's less uh practices and uh padded practices to allow the um offenses to really gel with the you know, the kind of symmetry they need for their passing offense to, to work efficiently. Um but Tyler LGF five eleven two twenty. Um so kind of a big boy. Five uh fifth round draft pick though. Yeah, twenty-two years old. Yeah, and I and I think a lot of these things really all hinge on what these teams do in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think with especially with running backs these days, you know, you're seeing a lot of guys come off in the you know third, fourth round. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if, if if the team doesn't fully you know believe in who they have, or if well, or or if they want to compliment. Right. Have, well, they, you know. there you go. Speaking of the the guy we already spoke about, uh, Zamir White, fourth round draft pick uh, yeah. last season. Yeah. Uh, he didn't play much in 2022. I think he only had maybe 20 rushing. Well, attempts, I mean, because like that. Josh Josh Jacobs was the you know rushing title yeah. holder and had an incredible year. I mean, he had all it, of them. It was, because we <laughs> talked about this many times. Every expert was so down on him on yeah. almost every list. Every time, everybody players to avoid overrated yep. blah 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 one of the best running backs in the league this year and then obviously on the flip side jonathan taylor he's the number one pick universally 
um, you know, between the, the how bad the team was and, and injuries, he was a non-factor in a lot of ways. I mean, I know for me, I had him in two leagues. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taylor wasn't great in 2022. But, uh, yeah, Z- Zamir White, six foot. 214 um so really nice size for running back again fourth round draft pick 23 years old a little bit older four yeah ran a 440 40 yard dash which is 96th uh percentile yeah speed score 114.2 speed score and that's uh not also 96th percentile Burst score 121, which is 64th, so pretty good there too. Best comparable to Damian Williams, um, who had a pretty good career. Had a was you know lead running back for a Super Bowl winning team. Yeah, um, fast the Chiefs a few or years fast ago. Guy. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, and, people were really high on him. People really mm-hmm. like were really high. I mean, in fact, like I I think he was my last draft pick or something. Uh, right. You know, everyone was kind of raving about him and everyone was so down on Josh Jacobs. They saw this guy eventually taking over and Josh Jacobs becomes, you know, one of the best running backs in the league last this year. So, you know, it, it's it's who can say sometimes. Yeah, no, he's one of those guys to to pick up and hold on. If you're in one of those leagues that you can hold players to see if they work out to be a, you know, certain fifth round draft pick or something like that. Um, Not all keeper leagues are like that, but. I think it's fun when they are, or a dynasty league or something like that. Obviously, he's probably gone, but I also really like Brian Robinson. Um, yeah, Brian Robinson, you know, I like him. I think he runs really hard. Yeah, he didn't really show to be a pass catcher, um, but and and I feel like people are doubting him. Uh, people are saying Gibson's better than him, and maybe Gibson played maybe well. Is, Gibson did Gibson's play not well. a bad player either. Yeah, I think the, the, they're a team where he can have a one A one or one B or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, where they're a good one-two punch. I just, they need to figure out the quarterback situation. That's obviously mm-hmm. not figured out right now. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the off season. Uh, but yeah, I, I like both. I actually like both those guys. I think, you know, they'll, you probably can get them both at a pretty decent deal. And if one of them goes down, the other one gains even more value. But that's um, true. I, I like the way both of them play. Like, I mean, that, yeah. you know, you watch them play, you know, Brian, Brian Robinson runs hard. Gibson, he you know, he's he's a little bit more well-rounded in terms of I think he's a better pass catcher and he can do a little bit more with a little bit more speed. But the thing about Gibson, like even though he's quick and stuff, he's still a pretty big dude. Yeah. No, he is. He is very, very fast. So um, yeah, he's a great size size uh for running back. Like he should he should be a workhorse back on yeah. you know, he could be he could handle twenty he was a last last it was the last year or the year before. Yeah, he yeah. Handled, like 20 carries yeah. and a few catches a game and he yeah. did well with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, but, he was like, I mean, I think, you know, bef- I think before they drafted Robinson, a lot of people were looking at Gibson as a, a guy that could be a top 10 fantasy running back. Cause he had some great games, but yeah, yeah, I, I like the combo of those two. It just depends on how much better their offense gets. Uh, because yeah. that that's, you know, that's a big part of it. You know, if they, if the other team just knows you're going to run, even though you can still run the ball, like it's doesn't doesn't necessarily work out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm pretty high on those guys. I think you know, I, I like the Jamison Williams. Going back to Jamison Williams, I, I like to see what he can do too. Uh, he 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 has some speed for sure. Um, I think there's going to be some you know guys, 
it'll be interesting to see what happens in Chicago. Uh, if Chase Claypool can be that number one guy there um, and who they draft and who they end up getting in terms of if they get more wide receivers or, you know, whatever, but Chase, <laughs> Chase Claypool could be the guy there. I don't know. Oh man. I, I would hope so. You know, I have hope for Claypool, but I don't know. I'm starting to lose that hope, but either way, the bears were lucked out in, in a way that was oh, absolutely man. ridiculous. Uh, this past uh, love, you, love you still coaching for us. <laughs> love you still coaching for us. That was the craziest thing uh, of the oh, entire final. I love it. I love it. I love it. Lo- Lovey Smith, uh, my God, that ball went right through the hands of the safety um, of the Colts and right into the hands of, uh, I think, Brevin Jordan. Yeah, uh, something like that. And for the touchdown, um, unbelievable. Holy shit. And then they went for two. Four, and it was on fourth and 20, that play. Fourth and 20. You're kidding Amazing. me. Bears get the first pick in the drive. And it's, and it's, and it's did- funny. Because the Bears are not going to probably have that pick. They're probably going to trade down, I would assume. Well, yeah, I would think so too. But, yeah, I mean, if they miss that fourth and 20, they get the first pick. And and they are playing to not get the first pick. Like, that is such – like, they're waking up today. The, the owners it. probably couldn't sleep last night. Oh, you know, but you, and you, and you know Lovey fell fast asleep. Just, just <laughs> went, went, went – like, as soon as his head hit the pillow, I was just smiling. He's like, hey, I won the game. <laughs> oh man, and you can't blame the players or even Lovey. You know, like that was. You what are you gonna do? Tell you know, we've seen sanctions for telling players and coaches to lose, so you can't do that. So you got to play. But uh, you know, like I don't know. <laughs> I, I love know. it. I mean, I think Lovey. I, I think Lovey. I mean, I don't think. I think he just went to that game of I'm gonna play to win. And I think, yeah. but I also think in the back of his head, he's like, I'm going to get fired no matter what. <laughs> yeah. He apparently said that he didn't think that um, right after the game, but he was fired right after the game, right after that interview. He said, no, I don't expect to be fired. And then he was fired <laughs> like an hour later or something. Uh, but uh, Lovey Smith, great, uh, great performance last weekend of the year. It gave the Bears the one pick, the the number one pick in the draft. And uh, I, I think you're probably right. They probably trade down, I would think, because they do have Justin Fields. One option, though, is um, trading Justin Fields and, and drafting the rookie. Uh, the, I would say the reason the, the, the pro there would be if the team isn't ready to move on uh, to, to get better around fields as he matures before his rookie deal is up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they only got two more years, right? I just, yeah. But that, that risk is just such a huge risk to take because you've already seen him on an NFL field and you can see what he can do. You see how dynamic he is. I mean, he had, didn't have much to throw to this year. I mean, Darnell Mooney was the one for the most of the year. And then whatever you had after, like literally scraps. And then Darnell Mooney gets hurt. You get Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool has trouble learning the playbook. He gets injured. He gets banged up. He misses a couple games. You never really saw him with much to work with out there. And he was just so dynamic. I get that, you know, a lot of people are high on Bryce Young. A lot of people are high on CJ Stroud. I think both those guys could be really great quarterbacks in the league. But you don't know that. You don't know that. And I I just, I just, and then you're, I get what the contract, but then you're pushing. 
everything back another couple of years because you're still going to say, well, this guy's got to mature. And we see it usually takes a couple of years. You know, it's, that's with Josh Allen, with Lawrence. Trevor we're Lawrence, already, yeah. We're already seen it in year two with, with uh, we saw a jump with what I'll Fields tell you what, do. Justin Fields is electric. Um, yeah. His, his wheels work like no yeah. other quarterback, I, I think, I, probably I ever. I don't think you can get away. You, I don't think you get rid of him. Uh, I think you build a team around him. They have $120 million plus in cap space. You okay. go out there, you build an offensive line. And you just, go just get saying. another weapon, and you trade. You trade down. You trade down the draft, and you you get more draft picks for this year or next year. You got two and years before you got to pay him fifty million dollars a year. You got two fine. years to compete. That's fine. I think it, I think their thought process is we're competing next year. We have all this cap space. We have the number one pick. We're going to be able to compile more picks by moving back. They go get a defensive stud in the first round. And then work from there. And then they build offensive line and maybe get another weapon for fields and free agency. And, and you you try to build a deep draft. And then with the extra draft picks you get, whether it's this year or next year, you make the team even better. I think it's uh I don't know. I I am with you in that Fields is unbelievable. Um and I love him. Uh but um from a GM's perspective and just like a risk assessment perspective, I feel like you can look at like his career so far and he's been somewhat injury riddled uh and and have concern that uh you know unless he really develops you know much better as a passer and i think he's on his way by the way yeah no um, i mean I, you know yeah, but he i'm, still has a lot, I'm just saying still has a far you, way to go but you have a chance to make this somebody else's issue and then and then draft the number one player in college and then have two extra years to rebuild your team. Yeah. Just saying, I think they're, they're definitely having these conversations. I love fields though, for the record, if he gets traded, I'm still going to love him. Yeah. I just, I highly doubt that's happening. Yeah. It is highly doubt that's happening. You know, they're trying to build a new stadium. They want to build around mm -hmm. this guy. What? Watch, watch out! Watch out for Miami or Washington. That's all I'm saying. I I do feel like there's going to be some big big trades. I think Lamar Jackson gets traded too. Possibly, possibly. But yeah. I mean, I, I just think, I just think the thing that makes the most sense is keeping Fields, building an offensive line, trading that pick, trading down, get a defensive stud, compile some more draft picks. Use that to build yeah. build your team up, and I mean, that's the way you do it. If you have a pocket passer, he's not a pocket passer. They need to get uh, creative if they're going to do that. I think that's, that's all I'm saying. I, Look at Baltimore. Look at the problems Baltimore has had in in the last few years, including this season. And now, where are they with L. Jax? They're going to have to move him. But they haven't put any. You know, who have they put around him? You know, they had Hollywood Brown. They traded him. Bateman, but Bateman got hurt. Um, I, I they just haven't really put much around him either. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, look at Patrick Patrick Mahomes had Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, he has he had Tyree Kill. He had all these guys. You have you know you you see Hurts uh, succeeding. He has AJ Brown. He has Devonta Smith. He has uh, Dallas Goddard. You know, you start to put those type of pieces around these quarterbacks, it, it makes a huge difference. They haven't done that in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I think oh, if I they know. tried, I think they're the Bears are trying to do that. I mean, that's why they went out and got Chase Claypool. Um, I think you know, obviously, the it's it's hard to say that is he a bust. I don't know. I mean, because you've seen flashes, you've seen flashes of him being good, but yeah, he hasn't had a ton of time to really judge it on the Bears. But and he was banged up. He was banged up when he got traded over. I think it was like the first or second game he got banged up and missed a couple of games, so that hurts too. But I'd like to see a full off season with him. Maybe they go out and get another weapon. Maybe they get a better. To. They get a better tight end. I don't. I'm not sold on Cole Komet. Um, you know, so I think they're. I mean, obviously the running game looks really good with Montgomery and Herbert. Yeah, they're not hopeless. You know, if they keep him, I just think I. You know, I just think uh, it's an interesting conversation to have, and I think I, I wonder if if the Ravens are uh, gonna take that approach this off season with Lamar Jackson. And instead of, um, I mean, because they've already offered him, like, you know, and I love Lamar Jackson as well, but they've already offered him, like, um, I don't know, I don't know what, pretty lucrative contracts, um, and he has not been satisfied with them. And, again, I I appreciate him standing his ground on that, and I think he should. He's an incredible talent, something like the NFL has never seen. But no one's been able to figure out that kind of uh, talent, like that that size really is what it is. Um, quarterback who puts himself at risk yeah you know yeah i i just I, yeah i mean I, we'll see but in in that situation it's a different situation like they've tried to re-sign lamar and just couldn't uh yeah. so i mean maybe in you know i i feel like to to pull the trigger and trade fields for an unknown commodity that's never played a snap in the nfl when you when fields just had such an electric year would have probably broke the rushing record if he played in week 18. Mm -hmm, um, definitely. You know, I, I, you just can't, you can't. And, and, and that could, you could really piss off the fan base by doing something like that. I think that's getting kind of yeah. cute. I think that's getting kind of cute yeah. doing something like that. I just don't think that would yeah. happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, worry about his longevity, you know, as sure, a, sure. You know, and I like, think that's I why think... you go and you spend, you know, it, I, that's why you go spend, um the money to protect him you know you do everything you can to protect him you give him more weapons in the in the passing game and and that's all you can do and if he gets hurt he gets hurt but if you do everything you can to make sure he doesn't get hurt then you know then i think that's you know you did you've done everything you could do if injuries happen injuries happen but i got a good backup yeah, get a good I, backup too. I, I, I would. I, I, I would like to see them get a get a. Well, I mean, they had um, Trevor Simeon, who's not terrible, but he got hurt. Like the second he was about to start, he got hurt. Um, but get like Derek Carr as your backup or something like that. You know, someone like uh, he's not great. Don't get me wrong. No, but like, I, I wouldn't someone... spend that much money. I, I would. I would get somebody who's mobile. Um, yeah, maybe somebody to simulate. I, I would say maybe like a, a Jaco like a maybe or maybe like a Jacoby Brissett. Something like that. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Somebody that's just a little bit. I mean, Jacoby Brissett's not like a, you know, running all over the place, but somebody that's just a little bit more mobile. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I, mm -hmm. I mean, they have a lot of money to work with. So, yeah. All right, Adam. Well, uh, we really uh, we really hit all of our uh, we checked all of our boxes here tonight. Uh, sure. Even Bears talk for the last uh, 10 minutes. We did it. We did it. <laughs> You allowed well, me to do uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> you change the subject immediately. 
<laughs> oh, that was fun though. No, I mean I do think it's interesting. And it's uh, GM putting on your GM hat is interesting this time of year. It's I think fun. too. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm ex- obviously six. It's, this is gonna be a really exciting off season for the Bears yeah. and for a lot of for a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams are really close. Um, mm. and I and I think it was interesting. I don't feel like like there were any like really really super bad teams like every team was kind of competitive i feel like the parody outside yeah. of the, the 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 cream rising to the very top the parody was pretty good there was a lot of good games in the league not a ton of blowouts there were a few um but even but, some good teams got blown out sure and but, but it'll be it'll be interesting to see with teams like the colts do what teams like the commanders do where where there's a lot of talent there on both sides of the ball, but they're just missing a quarterback. The jets are another team like that. Like what, you know, what's going to happen this off season? Uh, Because there's a lot of teams are on the cusp of being playoff teams. Yeah. So I uh, really, really think the Texans would, uh, would have appreciated having the number one pick today. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Now what, you know, they're going to get the second best quarterback in the draft now. Jesus yeah, Christ. because then, well, then there's that, that whole thing of now they might have to trade up to the Bears if they want to get that pick. Because now, <laughs> because because everyone else is going to try to leapfrog them. That was insane. Oh, uh, I, yeah, love so they, I love it. I love it. They probably just got to stay stay it too. Yeah, and just but, well, uh, I think I think either one with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, I like both those guys. I like the, the way that both those guys play. So I think either way you're getting a guy that could potentially be your franchise quarterback for a while. Hey, once upon a time, they said that about Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. Sure. Uh, they're uh, bridge quarterbacks or worse. Well, Jared Goff, Jared Goff had a pretty good year this year. <laughs> he's a bridge quarterback though. Yeah. He's not your, he's not your friend, but although yeah. I've heard a lot of things out of Detroit saying, yeah, he's their guy for at least for the time being. Yeah. He's a bridge. That's the definition of a bridge. <laughs> Hey, he's a bridge that could, you know, if, if they get even better next year, I mean, they could be a, they could make a playoff run. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be good. But yeah. All right. Well, uh, good, good chat tonight. I hope uh, you all enjoyed this out there and uh, we'll be back soon. Well, let's uh, try to talk more playoffs. Um, yeah. Later this, uh, later this uh, postseason. Take that bullshit. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone.